Thank you for listening to Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries 2.2. My name is Andrew. On each episode of Pandemic Diaries, we take a look at some aspect of pandemic life in West Seattle and check in with our family of four living in quarantine. Nine pieces of candy, and my little sister had four. On this episode, we visit with Arbor Heights Elementary School teacher Adam Kratz. You know how much of that really pays off for students. This is Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. As I record this, it has been 267 days since our family first went into pandemic quarantine. Me, Elizabeth, and the kids, Felix and Alice, have had little contact with anyone other than the grandparents since early March. As restrictions lifted over the summer, and we learned more about what is and isn't safe, we were able to increase our activities some. Small outdoor gatherings with masks and social distancing, weekend trips, and perhaps most important, the reopening of playgrounds. Devil makes me feel really happy. Yeah. Oh. I want to do this one. What is it? I want to do the monkey bars. Monkey bars. This monkey bars, not the wings. Um, I'm going to stick with no, but I will not give up. And I've Since September, like, virtual okay, school has shaped the stay-at-home landscape. I would say the biggest surprise about this school year is that is actually how reasonably well it's going. Felix is in school two to four hours each weekday in a variety of group sizes. Colored pencils, crayons, whatever works for you. They need to be those, though. There's additional work to be done independently. So what would you do today on Seesaw? Well, I... I did three activities. One is... The most rewarding part is is definitely how well he's reading now. Felix, at the beginning of this year, could read some and certainly read words and things like that. And now he can he can kind of read. I'm going to read the poem, The Balloon Man. A balloon man has balloons. He holds them on a string. He blows... I credit a lot of that to... Felix's teacher, who's just kind of embraced it and worked really hard to engage the kids. But Felix complains a lot, but he's actually engaged in learning a lot. To get a better perspective on remote learning, I spoke with Felix's teacher at Arbor Heights, Adam Kratz. You know, big thing about school is like everybody's doing it together. Adam's a local guy. So, you know, I I grew up in the neighborhood. Uh, My dad was the pastor at the Fauntleroy United Church of Christ. And so I just like grew up in like the woods and, you know, Fauntleroy Park and, and, and all that stuff. But I never went to school in West Seattle. A winding path through college, AmeriCorps and teaching eventually led him back to West Seattle. Started teaching in charter schools in Philly. Um, and then I met my wife and it was time to come home. And like, we were like, hey, let's let's raise a family. And I feel really lucky that I was able actually to come back to the neighborhood that I was teaching and like it wasn't by design like I, it was it just worked and I don't know if that's because like you know I've been working at west side I was kind of from the neighborhood um but I was just wanting to teach in the district and it totally worked out to to kind of teach in Arbor Heights and in West Seattle so I wanted to know what it was like preparing for this unprecedented um, school year I feel like I was working more and also just like there was this anxiety like just this palpable like what's it gonna be like pretty much it started like after the like after July 4th you know, like, I feel like I kind of had that breath of fresh air, like that break for two or three weeks. And then it was just kind of like, what's happening? Like, what is this going to look like? What are my kids going to do? What's my schedule? 
So it was just like, you know, the lead up to the school year just felt so prolonged and pregnant, actually, you know, just like, just always like waiting for this moment to come. I mean, teachers are like habitual planners. You know, they get ready for September by starting to plan and like decorating boards. And like, there was just nothing really to do in August for teachers to like get ready for the year, you know? And, and, and for a lot of teachers, like, you know, I've talked to people and they're like, yeah, I did all this work, but then it's just going to be different. Like, it's just going to change. Like, I'm not able to use it. Right. So, so how do we prepare for these times when things are constantly like changing or unpredictable and like just waiting for more information that's useful to use and communicate and like do your job. This type of learning brings very specific challenges. The technology, navigating the technology and making sure that everybody has it, that I have it, that I know what to do, that kids know what to do, that families know what to do. Really oh. It's like I think I think that's been another hard thing because like we're really trying to get everybody on the same page, whether it's teachers, families, students, district, that takes a lot of coordinating. The challenges are real for parents, students, and teachers. I think, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is just the workload. I mean, on my end, like I work more now than I feel like ever. Um, and it's, it's really hard because, um, you know, I work from eight to four, and then I did generally spend another two hours, like once my kids go to bed, getting everything lined up and actually getting ready for school every day. And and I, I think I think one of the hard things to, to to really see on my end is, you know, how much of that really pays off for students. Um, and you know, so much of my work is making sure kids know where to get what they need and what information they need to get to that small group and where they do their assignment. But what's that experience like? What are they really getting out of it, right? What's the process like that goes into them learning and growing? So it's hard to like see all my work really paying off. What is your favorite thing about the school year so far? Um, My one-on-ones when I, the only, person with Mr. Quartz and we sometimes we do reading, sometimes we do you know, math. Give, give everybody some grace, give your kids some grace, give your teachers some grace. Um, then if you're not getting some, like let somebody know. I think uh, that's, that's critical. Or things change, you know, pandemic, dual pandemic, like things are hard for everybody. You know, these are not really okay times and we're all navigating through this. So let's, let's just work together and let's talk and, um, you know, knowing that we're all human, we're all trying to do do things. Um, I guess I kind of think about it as like the work I do with kids. Like we're all going to make mistakes. And, you know, I guess I just want mistakes to be okay um, for everybody. And then like, you know, if like I will constantly be working to like correct mistakes, but like I'm going to miss the mark. But I also, you know, want to be in a community where we can work together. I think like checking up on their kids' seesaw, I, I really hope parents can not just put their kid in front of a screen and just know that like their teachers are gonna do it. Like the kids need help. They need help like navigating technology. They need someone to like ask questions like in the moment and they need a live person there to help them along.
and guide them and, and just be present. And it doesn't mean you have to be a teacher. Like I'll provide the content, I'll provide the activities, but like the facilitation of that, I guess, would be really helpful for parents to, to just be a part of that process with their kids. And it's about finding the group of 10. So what'd you have to do? So take this for example. Um, I had like nine pieces of candy and my little sister had four pieces of candy. If we make 10, that's nine plus one. And we get left with three. So 10 plus three equals 13. So that's what I was doing. It's hard, but I still think I've found a few moments of joy. You know, so, something that was really cute um, today. So we have Roots of Empathy, like, in our classroom, which is which is sweet. And I was remarked. So we watched a video today of the baby, like, cooing and how she was she was talking, quote, unquote. And it was amazing just to see kids light up. Um in like a really like human way to see this video of this baby they had never met for 30 seconds. You know, they watched 30 second video and, and just how that babies like translate across the virtual world uh, is really sweet. Um, and just reminds people that like kids are human and, and, you know, things still affect people even though like we don't really see them anymore. And then the other thing I really love is is watching my kids do like the go noodle like movement breaks. I feel like today they were they were doing like one of the moves was like a slow robot. And just to see like 12 six-year-olds like do a little robot in their box is hilarious. Um, it always just makes me makes me smile, you know. Thanks, Adam. That's all for this episode of Podcast West Seattle Pandemic Diaries. If you've not already done so, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. We can also be found at podcastwestseattle.com. Also, please tell your friends about Podcast West Seattle. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe.